Hello and welcome to today's podcast, which is on the topic of mind programming and how we can start to break free of thought forms that aren't serving us anymore. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I am a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner running my own healing practice for the last 10 years or so. And my work is focused on transformational healing, life purpose, sacred union and core wound healing. The website again is sacredspacehealing.org. So today's podcast is focused on mind programming and how we can start to break free and start to think thoughts that are empowering rather than disempowering for us. So what do I mean by mind programming? It seems to me that um, in the uh, in this age of advanced technology, we live in a in a kind of double edged existence. Now, the positive is that we have access to anything, any information that we wish to dive deeper into. We have immediate access to through podcasts, through the internet, through online courses, and it's kind of incredible what we can educate ourselves with. And how fast and how deeply we can accelerate in terms of our journey, both our spiritual journey and our healing journey. It's, re- it's a really, really beautiful thing. However, I would say the other edge of the sword is, in some ways, it makes us very passive and it makes us quite lazy. And it means that we're not necessarily incredibly discerning with the information that we're taking in or we're subscribing to, whereas in in uh, an, an older time, if you like, in an earlier time, we would have traveled for days, weeks, months, even years to get to that teacher, to that healer. We would have taken buses and coaches and trains and planes and so on to go to that workshop, that seminar to to learn, to absorb the information. And in that process, there is a slowing down. So there's a slowing down when you book your tickets or you have to pay with something by cash. There's a kind of understanding of what we're Uh, the exchange that we're having. There's a slowing down when we travel to another city or another town or just halfway across our own city in order to go to a workshop or to go to a seminar or to go to a class so we can learn something. And there's a a process that we go through and then we meet the teacher and we absorb that information. And along the way, what's happening is that we're giving a a very definite series of um, consent uh, if you like, to the process. So from the moment that we ring up and, and arrange to go to a class, for example, we're saying yes. And then when we leave our house to go to the class, we're saying yes. And then when we get, get on the bus or the train or get in the car or walk there, we're saying yes. When we turn up at the door and we ring the doorbell, knock on the door, we're saying yes. When we introduce ourselves to the teacher, we say yes. When we step into the class, we say yes. When we stay in the class, we say yes. And we continue to say yes, so we're giving our agreement in a very empowered way throughout the process. If we compare that to how easy it is to click a button on our phones or our laptops and how easy it is to say yes to something that we don't really know what we're saying yes to and before we know it, we're bound into something that we're not really committed to or that maybe isn't in alignment with our highest good. Now, the argument could be that, well, we can always back out. You can delete the file. You don't have to do the online course. You can stop listening to that piece of music. 
But our passivity sometimes means that we acquiesce to things that we would normally make a very strong stand against. We would normally walk out of a class and say, this isn't for me, or we we wouldn't take the journey there. And we, we would say, this isn't the direction in which I wish to go into. But when we're not doing that, we somehow passively acquiesce to things. We continue to listen to that piece of music, or we dip in and out of that online course, or we um, we say yes to that thing that we've arranged to, we've agreed to buy and now it turns up at our house and it sits in our house somewhere. And all of these things have an energetic resonance to them. I mean, actually, because we acquiesce to something and say yes, even if it's in a passive way, it's still a binding contract energetically. And until we say no, until we say this is something I do not want, that contract remains binding. So every time we click on an online course or we click on a piece of music or we click on anything that we say yes to, we're entering into an energetic contract with the energy of that thing that we're saying yes to, the person that we're relating to. And until we actually say no, until we say this isn't for me and we delete the file or we say no to the person that we've you know, arranged to sign up for a course to or whatever, that contract doesn't end. And so we're bound into it. And in some ways, that's a kind of silent programming of our consciousness. A more apparent programming of our consciousness is what we are uh, ingesting on a daily basis in terms of music and images, um, stories, uh, thought forms. So one of the most powerful ways in which we can program our minds is by what we say to ourselves every day. And that includes not only what we say to ourselves about the current moment, uh, I'm tired, I'm hungry, I'm angry, I'm exhausted, I'm done, uh, I'm happy, I'm overjoyed, I'm elated, I'm powerful, I'm abundant, I'm love, whatever it is that we choose to say with those words. There is a programming going on in the present moment, but there is also a programming about our past and our stories. And I often see this with uh, sessions in, in client sessions is that, that often we get to a point in our lives where we've created a story that really may not even have any basis in reality. You know, the stories about exes, he, he, she broke me, stories about failures, perceived failures in our lives. You know, I, I ruined everything. I destroy everything or this person destroyed me or destroyed my career. And in some ways we have to reframe those stories and ask ourselves, well, is there any truth in this? You know, are we ruined? Are we broken? Are we destroyed? And if we're not, if we're still present, if we're still functioning, if we've still got a roof over our head and we're paying our bills and we are actually engaging in the world and actually our life isn't perfect, but it's also not completely broken apart, then that story no longer has any credence. But because we're holding onto it and we're feeding it, we're feeding that programming into our consciousness. And so we can't help but recreate the same because we feed it into ourselves. We then become programmed to see the same in the world. And that's why we can sometimes feel like we're following repeating patterns because we're simply choosing the same because we tell ourselves that that's all we're worth and that's who we are. Another way that we get programmed is through frequency. Everything is energy. And so the frequency of music, the frequency of what we watch on our television or in, at the cinema or in the theater, the frequency of what we eat and the frequency of what we wear. And I have talked about this before in a podcast called you know, what, what Are You Consuming? Because I think it's very important that we become mindful about what we're putting into our system. Now, some of this is conscious. The music that you choose to listen to and the images that you choose to watch, the things that you choose to read, that's all choice. But a lot of it isn't choice. When we're walking down the street and we're bombarded by images, whether it's through advertising or in some other form, when we're in shops or 
public places and there's music playing and we're we're basically having to listen to this music everything is at a frequency that either uplifts us elevates us or lowers our frequency the best way to test it is actually to see what is it that uplifts you what elevates your frequency and what leaves you feeling emotions that you would rather not feel um there are certain frequencies that we in ancient times was discovered and we know this to be a, a kind of truism is that when well, we know it to be a truism is that there are certain frequencies that it is it is beneficial for us to be resonating with and it's there are certain frequencies that it is not beneficial for us to be resonating with but the best way for you to test it is to is to find out what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good. What food makes you feel good and what food makes you feel sick and bloated and tired. What piece of music makes you feel good and positive and productive and energized and happy. And what piece of music makes you feel depressed and make you think about your ex or you think about what's gone wrong in your life or you start crying or you get angry or you find that you're um, channeling these kind of uh, excessive emotions. What images make you feel good? What films make you feel good and uplift you? And what films make you feel depressed and you cry all the way through or you feel terrified and now you're too scared to walk home alone or you're having nightmares? You know, these are ways that we test what is good for us and what isn't good for us. And I think what often happens is we listen to a piece of music and we burst into tears and we watch a film and we're too scared now to leave our house at night. And we sort of think that's just the way it is. That was the experience. I had an experience. And there is some validity in that there's yes you had an experience you experienced an emotion but the question to ask ourselves is is it is it beneficial to you to be experiencing this emotion it's not that we run away from those emotions but surely we would like to be experiencing more love joy happiness productivity abundance than fear sadness loathing anger and jealousy i mean these are not emotions that we want to be experiencing at such a regular rate because they do nothing for our sense of growth or enlightenment or our spiritual journey and where we're heading to is to get to a place where we are comfortable in the whole gamut of emotions and we don't get attached to any but we choose to have emotions which elevate us and that's where we find our mastery and our power and our free will and often in in programming in mind programming we've given away our free will now programming for me starts from a very young age it can even start from when we're in the womb in that the thought forms and the emotions that we experience as very young, vulnerable, uh, susceptible children and babies, we have no choice. If we're surrounded by violence and fear and sadness in our home, that will sort of become our default state because we don't know any better as children. And then part of the process as we grow and we turn into adults is that we start to choose a different way of relating to the world and seeing the world. And truly that the world is it is a reflection of where we are within ourselves. If we feel that this, the world is a scary place and it's a place that's going to hurt us and harm us, and that's because that's a programming that's been placed into us either through childhood or through the things that we've experienced or what we've exposed to or what we choose to expose ourselves to, then that's all that we will see in the world because that's what feels familiar and we move to the familiar. And so what we need to do is re-educate ourselves to see other things in the world to see beauty to see love to see light to see joy and it is there but we have to choose to see it and then the more we see it the more that we believe it's there and the more that we believe it's there the more that we see it and so our life starts to transform it isn't 
just that simple as many sort of simplistic spiritual practices and books will have us believe we do have to look at contracts and vows and agreements that we've made with ourselves and that there's lots of clearing and healing work that it's really important to do in terms of wounds and trauma and and experiences that we've had that shape us but it is that simple in a sense that in any given moment we have a choice in how we respond we have a choice in what we choose to connect to we have a choice in what we choose to ingest and in that is our power one of the greatest secrets but it's an open secret to manifesting the life that we want is to be in alignment with that that we want to bring to us we can't be in alignment with love if the story that we're telling ourselves is that we are hopeless at love in love Um, we can't be in alignment with abundance if the story that we're telling ourselves is that the world is in financial crisis now that doesn't mean that we abdicate from reality or a perceived reality it means that we start to find a different way of looking at things and that's how we start to deprogram ourselves so are we hopeless in love or have we simply not met the right person at this time are we on our way to meeting the right person is the right person on their way to us right now is the world in financial crisis or is the world in flux and finding a new way to relate to money and a new way to relate to community and a new way to relate And the more we reframe, the more we deprogram ourselves. Our sanity levels and our growth as conscious beings lies in the ability to deprogram ourselves and to start to move forward as conscious beings that start to create the life that we wish to lead in a conscious, heart-led, soul-led way. The website is sacredspacehealing.org and there's a new body of work on there called the Manifestation Calls, and this really is about bringing into fruition that which we may have harbored as dreams or desires or wishes or goals for a very long time. And so part of that work is about deprogramming. It's fascinating work, and once we realize that it's pretty simple to deprogram ourselves, it gets even simpler to start to manifest the life that we wish to live. Sacredspacehealing.org, wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much love, joy, abundance, and beauty. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.